Hello everyone, I am Shari Reynolds and this is day two of my podcast and I just want to share with you just a little bit about what I've read today and I am just brimming with excitement and testimony over some of the things that I've read and I listen to um, general conference talks that have been assigned to me on the Instagram page GenCon365 as well as read some assigned verses from B of M365 and that's Book of Mormon 365 and it's just B of M365 and I listen to those two assignments each day and or read from them and Genocon 365 her her selections of conference talks really do uh, match up for the Come Follow Me program of which I do utilize as I have prayer and scripture with my my family and yet I've been following B of M 365 for several years now so that's what I do I have my few verses that I read from the Book of Mormon and then I have my assigned conference talk and for so long I thought this is just what I need this is all I need to do and a check mark in the box and then I found over time that I'm like a pinball in a pinball machine and I would just be bouncing out all over the place so reactionary of the things that would jump in front of my my path each day and recently we had some pretty pretty difficult trials and I found that I was so reactionary to all the things and it it just boiled right down to what was happening in my life at the time and I looked to my husband and I said I am not understanding where is all of the prayer and scripture and general conference talks that I li- listen to and I read and I pray for every single day where is that now where is it when I need it in this trial and I realized that it's not just a matter of getting the job done that the word is exert the word is living with intentionality taking what I already know in my mind and applying new lessons and being mindful and that's something I wasn't doing. I was like a 16-year-old that was reading the DMV manual and taking the driver's training and then getting into a car and expecting the car to just drive. No, we need to read that manual or our scriptures and get into the driver's seat and apply what we know so that the car can drive. And so today's Today's assignment was is taken from 3 Nephi chapter 3 verses 11 through 26. And I talked yesterday about Laconius and how he prepared his people. And so today the the word that really stood out to me was that he fortified them. He fortified them and his people were fortified physically and then he fortified them spiritually. Now, fortify was one of the first big words that I remember very clearly as a little girl learning. And I learned it from Saturday morning cartoons. And in between the cartoons, there were cereal commercials. And I would be at the store and one one time grabbed a box of colorful 
of a colorful cereal box and showed it to my mom and said, we have to get this mom. It is fortified with eight essential vitamins and minerals. And I'll never forget the look on her face. And she just laughed and was convinced by my sales pitch and she threw it in the basket. Now, I'm sure that Laconius did not fortify his people with eight essential vitamins and minerals, but he did fortify them. And he fortified them with the essentials. So one of the things I love to do when I am reading from my assigned verses from B of M 365 is I love to go on like a treasure hunt and I'll click on the little blue words and see where it takes me. So in third Nephi verse 25, it talks about how they were fortified and they fortified themselves. And then it says that they prayed and they prayed and you would be, you would be thinking that when you click on that word prayers, that it's going to talk about prayers and praying and, and give you all other kinds of references to the word prayer, but it didn't. It said three words. It said, trust in God. So go to verse 25 and third Nephi for chapter three, go down to 25 and click on prayers and you'll see it says, trust in God. So prayers, and they did put up their prayers unto the Lord their God that he would deliver them. And prayers in this situation specifically means they trusted in God and they fortified themselves against their enemies by preparing themselves physically but they prepared themselves spiritually so you know I am preparing myself spiritually each day but I need to practice that exertion and Laconius you know, once he was threatened by the Gadiant robbers, he either join forces with us or we're going to destroy you. Plain and simple as that. Well, he turns to his people and he warns them and prophesies and leads them in manner of all that he can to prepare them. And it says in verse 16, And so great and marvelous were the words and prophecies of Laconius that they did cause fear to come upon all the people. And this is the word. That was my clincher for me today. And they did exert themselves. Exert. And they fortified and they exerted all that they had fortified themselves. They applied it. And then they, they went forth. So the conference talk is from is taken from Elder Bednar um, from... 2010, October 2010, received the Holy Ghost. And it talks about that if we were always to remember him and to keep his commandments, we are promised that he, that we may always have his spirit to be with us. That in our weekly prayer at the sacrament table, we are promised that if we keep his commandments, we may always have his spirit to be with us. So as Laconius was preparing his people, it physically and spiritually, the goal was that they were led and guided and directed by the spirit. 
so that they would know how to defend themselves and go to battle for themselves and to protect themselves. And it's through the Spirit. And Elder Bednar says, Thus everything the Savior's gospel teaches us to do and become is intended to bless us with the companionship of the Holy Ghost. You know, my husband said last night at prayer and scripture, he cannot imagine going through this life without the companionship of the Holy Ghost. How do people do this life, especially, especially this crazy, crazy year called 2020 without the companionship of the Holy Ghost? And yet, maybe that's the exact reason why there's so much turmoil and viciousness and division. Because people are not first seeking the Holy Ghost. That's, you know, I'm sure up to debate and people can argue with me left and right about what it exactly means to keep the companionship of the Holy Ghost, that they're defending their country in the way that they feel that they best need to. But as I fortify my family and my little corner of the world, I'm going to go at it like this. I'm going to exert all the effort that I can to apply the Savior's gospel to bless my family with the companionship of the Holy Ghost. Now, something that Elder Benner also admonishes us to do is he says, you and I should strive to become like the stripling warriors described in the Book of Mormon who did, quote, perform every word of command with exactness. That is powerful and it can be intimidating and it may make some people feel like I can't do exactness. And it reminds me of the conference talk not very long ago by Elder Holland, how he talks about being perfect even as the Savior. And he tells us that it's not expected for us to just be perfect, but the word is to strive. It's to strive for exactness, to strive for perfection, to strive every single day to exert the greatest effort that we can and fortify our homes and build up the kingdom of God in our neck of the woods as best as we can. I have friends that don't like to give their kids chores. And as they say, I give them chores and I end up having to do it over again anyway because it is not perfect. I have to refill the dishwasher. I have to set the table better. I have to fold the clothes because it's just so sloppily done. And I am not a perfectionist. I strive for perfection, but I'm not a perfectionist. To me, it is crippling. If I was striving for perfectionism, then I definitely would not be doing this podcast. I would think I have to have the darling background and all the gadgets gadgets that make a podcast successful and I have to have the perfect body and the cutest face and the best personality in order for me to push forward in this and I decided nah. -uh. I am brimming with testimony and I love to share it and I love to speak and I'm going to just do this. I'm going to hit play and I'm going to do it right now because I've got the scriptures right in front of me and that is my platform. So to my friends who do not want to give their kids chores because they have to redo them, I 
say, I am so grateful for my Father in Heaven who has given me a chore to strive for exactness. Because all of us have friends. All of us have friends who live um, really close to perfection. And some of, some of us are that way. And we have been blessed to live our lives that way, to be an example for others. Because, listen, as you give your children chores to do, they're going to be sloppy. But the perfection and the exactness will come as you lead and guide and direct. Their exactness and perfection that is expected in doing those chores, that will come. But it's not going to come if they don't learn. It's not going to come if they don't fail and and are sloppy at it. It's not. It's definitely not going to come if they're simply not given that opportunity. So I'm grateful for the plan of salvation. I'm grateful for free agency. That I stood for that because I wanted to learn to be like my Father in Heaven and my Savior Jesus Christ. And the only way I can do that is to strive for perfection and fail strive for perfection and exactness and fail again and learn and grow continually and do the best I can. So several years after the prophet Joseph Smith was martyred, he appeared to President Brigham Young and shared this timeless counsel. And this is also taken from President um, Elder um, Bednar's talk. And it was when... Brigham Young was was alone and he was asleep and he he had this this vision that the prophet appeared to him and it's timeless counsel he says tell the people to be humble and faithful and be sure to keep the spirit of the Lord and it will lead them right be careful and not turn away the small, still voice. It will teach you what to do and where to go. It will yield the fruits of the kingdom. Tell them to keep their hearts open to conviction so that when the Holy Ghost comes to them, their hearts will be ready to receive it. They can tell the Spirit of the Lord from all other spirits. It will whisper peace and joy to their souls. And it will take malice and hatred, envying, strife, and all evil from their hearts. And their whole desire will be to do good, bring forth righteousness, and build up the kingdom of God. Tell the brethren, if they will follow the Spirit of the Lord, they will go right. And I want to close with that, that as I fortify my family and I read my scriptures and listen to my general conference assignment each day and exert that newfound knowledge to myself and the knowledge that I already have, that I will go right. It's been promised and I will have the spirit with me. Thank you so much again for joining me. If you like what I am talking about today, if you like me and my podcast at all, please share because that is what we are to do. We are to testify of our Savior and be bold and unafraid. Thanks for joining me. See you next time.